Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, all my friends out there in podcast land. Um, I tell you what, I've spent the last few minutes, gosh, maybe the past half hour, trying to get my voice as good as possible, drinking a bunch of liquids and clearing my throat. I'm very blessed. I don't get sick very often, but unfortunately, uh, recently I, I was a bit under the weather, and oh my gosh, my voice took the brunt of it. It sounded absolutely horrible. I actually called someone on the phone the other day, and uh, they didn't know who I was when I said when I said my name. They were like, "Wait, Cor- Corey? Who? Corey? Corey Little?" So um, I apologize if my voice sounds a bit off today, uh, but I am committed to bringing you guys some great content, some great stuff every single week, and I didn't want to let my voice get in the way of that. So here we are. Just bear with me. It will probably degrade as I move through. Uh, this episode, but let's go ahead and jump in, okay, and just bear with my voice. I apologize. So first of all, um, as we get into this, I just wanted to say uh, just a huge thank you, just a super big thank you to all of you. The response to this podcast has been, oh my gosh, it's been amazing. I'm getting wonderful feedback from people all over the United States, um, in Canada, and even in Australia. I mean, it's blowing my mind. I am humbled and honored that you would spend your time with me each week. And I promise you that each and every week I'll continue providing top-notch content that you can use, that you can actually put into action in your day-to-day life. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, let's jump in, okay? Let's get rolling. I don't want to keep you all day long. Let's get into this episode. So in the last episode, episode number four of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, I talked about three behind-the-scenes things that sabotage us during holidays. I guess one of those we could say is getting sick, right? (laughs) But but that wasn't one of them. So um, here's the deal. When it comes to the holidays and eating around the holidays, we wind up feeling guiltier than ever about what we ate. And then we fall into this trap of thinking we'll just work it off, you know? We'll eat whatever we want, then mentally beat ourselves up about it, but rationalize that it's okay because we're just going to do an extra workout or do a longer run or whatever the case is. If you haven't already, definitely go back and check out that episode because we get into all of that mentality and we go a little deeper and it's definitely worth your time. But this week, this week, I'm going to share three specific things that you can begin doing, that you can take action with now that will allow you to eat your favorite foods, your favorite holiday foods, enjoy the holidays more than ever, and still cruise into January without a bunch of extra weight. Like, that sounds incredible, doesn't it? I mean, I don't think we realize the weight gain over the holidays sets us back so far. So, if we can somehow make it to January without a bunch of extra weight, oh my gosh, can you imagine if you have a New Year's resolution? It'll be like rocket fuel for you. So, how do we do this? You ready? Let's jump into it. Here we go. Three things. Number one. You must eat and enjoy guilt-free. 
Now, that may sound too simple, but hang with me. See, we already know that guilt, that feeling guilty about eating certain foods is one of the biggest things that sabotages us during the holidays. Covered that in the last episode. The irony is <clears throat> our guilt is amplified during the exact time it should be minimized, and it just straight up backfires on us. It's the holidays. We shouldn't be feeling guilty about enjoying you know, a, your favorite dish from your favorite relative or your favorite friend. But instead, our guilt just goes into overdrive. So what do we do about this? Like, how in the world are you supposed to eat your favorite foods, your favorite treats, and not feel like you shouldn't be doing it, which is basically just your brain's way of making you feel guilty? What do we do? Well, here's the solution. You have to give yourself permission. Now, this may sound silly. It may sound like, what? Like, I'm giving myself permission. I mean, that's why I'm eating it. But no, 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 no. There's more going on behind the scenes mentally. Here's what most of us don't realize. It's been so ingrained in our brain that certain foods are bad and we shouldn't eat certain things that that we're programmed, like we're automatically programmed to feel guilt whenever we eat those foods, those quote-unquote bad foods. So if you just take a moment, if you just take a moment before you start to eat whatever that is for you, whatever those foods are, if you just take a moment and tell yourself, no, it's actually okay. Like, I mean, use me, okay? Hey, that nutritionist guy that's got a podcast that's been doing this for 20 years and helping people lose weight, like the weight loss expert guy, he told me it's okay, okay? <laughs> use me if you need to. But tell yourself, give yourself permission. It's actually okay to eat this. And it's actually okay to enjoy these foods. And then you'll be surprised at how much of a different experience it is from there on out. Like, you'll be surprised at the kind of the cascade effect that happens from that one simple mental conversation you have with yourself. It sounds crazy, but you have to do this. You have to consciously make the decision that you will not beat yourself up for enjoying delicious foods at the exact time that you should be enjoying delicious foods. But I'm not just going to tell you to make this, you know, this mental decision. I want to give you a few tools to help you do that. So to, so to help you give actually give yourself permission, I want to introduce you to two ideas or kind of concepts that you I really want you to understand and believe and really start to embrace. So first is this. Food, like clean, healthy food, and also decadent, calorie-filled, indulgent food. Food, all food should be enjoyed. Like somehow we've been duped into this idea that eating, quote-unquote, eating healthy means never enjoying so-called unhealthy foods. But I'm here to tell you, food, all food, is meant to be enjoyed. No one, no one should ever attempt to deny themselves delicious, indulgent food forever. It's not realistic it doesn't work, and it just leads to tremendous guilt. It's just bad, 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 right? So the next thing you need to understand is that there are no bad foods, like quote-unquote bad foods. So-called unhealthy, indulgent food is not evil or bad. Look, your mom's sweet potato souffle is not bad. It's not evil. Your wife's pecan pie is not evil. Your grandmother's dressing is not bad and you shouldn't eat it. Your aunt's cheesecake is not evil or bad. Whatever it is, you pick the food. Your 
sister's chocolate cake. It's not evil or bad. You pick it. It's not. And here's the kicker. You are not evil or bad when you eat it. It's a very sneaky thing that our brain does here. See, when we eat foods that we think we shouldn't eat, you know, the so-called, you know, quote-unquote bad foods, if we're not careful, we begin to feel bad about ourselves. It's like the food was bad, and now it's in our belly, so we're bad. This is not only not true, it totally screws up your chances of truly enjoying that food. And it totally screws up your chances of losing weight in the long run. It's a lose-lose situation. So, the first thing you must do to survive the holidays without a bunch of weight gain is eat with zero guilt. And you do this by giving yourself permission actively, consciously, intentionally giving yourself permission, telling yourself it's completely okay to enjoy by realizing, accepting, and embracing that that food that you so want, it should be enjoyed. It's perfectly okay. And there are no quote-unquote bad foods. And if there's no bad foods, then when you eat them, you shouldn't feel bad about yourself. How about that? That sounds kind of refreshing, kind of exciting, right? Now, I have a crystal ball, and I know exactly what you might be thinking. But Corey, if I give myself permission to enjoy and convince myself there are no bad foods, good Lord have mercy, I'll gain weight like a newborn baby. (laughs) I know at least some of you were thinking something like that. If you're not from the South, it might have sounded a little bit different, but it was somewhere close to that. So look, actually, (laughs) this may shock you, but you're probably right. Like, if you give yourself permission to enjoy and you convince yourself there's no bad foods and then you just you just go at it from there, then you probably will gain weight pretty quickly. And that's exactly why we have the next two steps, the next two strategies I'm going to share with you, okay? So we're not finished yet. Here we go. So number one, you got to eat guilt-free. There's no bad foods, all of that. Next up, number two, I want to introduce you to a concept called NWI. The letter N, the letter W, the letter I. Just three little letters, but they can be so powerful. When you understand them and use them consistently, they have tremendous power. So what does NWI mean? Like, what does it stand for? Not worth it. (laughs) This is actually a little acronym that my wife, Allie, and I came up with years ago, and I didn't even think about it until now. Jeez, I'm kind of giving away one of our little secrets here. So sorry, Allie. Um, So if we were at a wedding or some other social function where there was food, one of us might try a certain dish or appetizer or whatever. And then we would either say, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Like, you you need to get some. Like, get some of this. Or we would just politely and rather quietly say, eh, NWI. And that's all we needed to hear. Like that was it. We knew that particular dish or dessert or appetizer was not worth it. Like don't get it. It's not worth it. Specifically, it wasn't worth the calories and sugar and fat it contained. For some people, like as I teach this concept in my coaching group and to my clients, for some people it helps for them to think of this in terms of money, like in terms of finances. So 
<clears throat> just like you have a, a money bank, like a bank where you put money and you can spend or save money, you also have like what we'll call a body bank and you can save or spend your weight loss money. So when you give yourself permission to enjoy guilt-free, you can eat anything you want. Like everything's free game. But did you want that food, like that particular thing, then and there? It's like buying something at the store. Is it worth the cost? Everything we eat or don't eat, it all either puts money in our body bank or it costs us something. So if we're doing away with guilt and giving you full permission to like just chow down and just enjoy and there are no bad foods, then it's very important to understand that you're in complete control of all your food choices. You can have whatever you want, but you must do to yourself Exactly what Allie and I would do for each other. Ask the simple question, is this worth the cost? Sometimes the answer is a resounding yes. Oh, like, oh, heck yeah, bring it on. I will eat that. I don't care if it's got a million calories in it. It's so good to me and I only get it once or twice a year, you know, whatever the case is. And you should totally go for it. Eat it and enjoy it. 100% guilt-free. Other times... When you ask yourself that question, is this worth the cost? The answer is, no, nah, not really, you know? So I'm just going to pass. I'm going to try a little bite. Oh, man, it really wasn't that good. It's not that good to me. And don't say that out loud, right? Don't don't say that and hurt your, you, you know, your Aunt Margaret's feelings. Like, oh, really? This is really in that good. I don't want any more. This is, this is between you and you. So if it's not worth it, then just pass. Don't eat any more. Don't get any more. Don't have that on your plate. So, at your Christmas parties, at your Hanukkah parties or Kwanzaa or whatever, at your holiday gatherings, before you eat anything, just keep NWI at the front of your brain. Keep it at the front of your mind. And remember, you're always either spending or saving weight loss money. Some stuff's totally worth it and some's just straight up not. It's simple as that. But if you're going to reap the benefits of NWI, you've got to actually use it. Like right now you're thinking, oh, that's a, that's a pretty cool little thing. That's just so simple. I could, I could do that easily. But you've got to use it. You've got to ask yourself that question in the heat of the moment. And the only way that happens, the only way you'll do that in the heat of the moment is by using the next step. So number three, strategy number three, is to slow down and practice intentional, mindful eating. Slow down. Slow down. It's like, look, here comes the holiday party or the family gathering and in no time, boom, 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 boom. Like we're transformed into the Christmas version of the walking dead or, or, or what I like to call an eating zombie. You mix together butter, sugar, uh, loads of carbohydrates and for some people like alcohol and you've got the perfect recipe for mindlessly scarfing down a ton of high calorie food and then here's the worst part you scarf it all down without savoring or enjoying one bit of it you know exactly what i'm talking about we fill our plate up and then like four and a half minutes later four and a half minutes if we're lucky might maybe maybe two and a half minutes later it's all gone like we just went from a full plate to nothing. What happened? We don't remember anything. Maybe we were talking to someone. Maybe we were just 
super hungry because it took longer to get the food ready than we thought. Maybe we were watching TV. Regardless, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is the same. You just ate a crap ton of food, a crap ton of calories, without enjoying or savoring any of it. So you know what that makes you want to do? Go get some more food. And you probably will. I mean, you certainly don't feel full yet, so why not? The only problem is you are full, but you scarfed your food down so quick that your stomach hasn't had time to tell your brain, hey, hey, hey brain, that's enough. Well, actually, that's probably too much, but oh well, too late now. And for goodness sakes, there's like whole chunks of food down here. Will you, would, next time, will you try actually chewing? <laughs> like, Will you chew your food next time? Ah, that's how your stomach feels. This is science, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not making this stuff up. There's a certain amount of time that it takes for your stomach to tell your brain that you're full. So in these scenarios, we wind up getting more food. Because number one, we didn't enjoy or savor any of the food we just ate. And number two, our brain, our stomach's not able to tell our brain we're full yet. So what's the solution? Slow down. <laughs> That's the solution. And along with slowing down, actually think. Think about what you're doing. Don't just shovel food in your mouth mindlessly. Think about your foods. Experience the flavor. Like this, You're, you're going to think I'm crazy, but just hang with me for a minute. Imagine if it was your last meal on earth. You know how like prisoners on, I don't mean to get all grim, but like prisoners on death row get a final meal, you know? So imagine if someone told you that it was going to be your last meal, you know? Maybe you're going to have oral surgery after this. We'll, we'll take you off of death row, okay? Maybe there's something's going to happen with your mouth, so you're not going to be able to eat for six weeks, okay? So this is the last meal you get to have for six weeks, or your last meal on earth, however you want to think of it. How would, how would you approach that meal? It would be totally different. That's... That's the approach you need to take when you're enjoying a delicious, decadent, indulgent holiday meal. Think about your foods. Experience the flavors. Chew. 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 Chew some more. Chew and chew and chew. And delay swallowing. Like, we just chew, chew, chew twice, done, swallow. Like, down to the stomach. Chew a ton and delay swallowing until you've soaked up like every last bit of deliciousness. How much should you chew? If in case anyone's wondering, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you whether you want to know or not. Here's the crazy part. A lot of like digestion experts and, and nutrition experts, such as myself, we recommend chewing the alphabet. Oh, <gasps> Yes. 26 chews per mouthful of food. If you just get, heck, if you just get 15, maybe 15 to 20, I'll be really impressed. And, and like these numbers are going to blow your mind. Next time you're eating, just start paying attention to like how many times you're chewing. And try, if you strive for 15 to 20, you're going to be like, holy cow, man, I never realized I only chew like three times before I swallow. This not only helps increase the satisfaction that you feel from eating that meal, it helps tremendously with your digestion. This slow eating recommendation, it's not just some hopeful thing. Research constantly shows, it constantly shows us the benefits. People who eat fast 
gain more weight than people who eat slow. Maybe that's the only thing you needed to hear from this one podcast. But there's so many more benefits. So I'm going to wrap this up. We're getting towards the 20-minute mark here. So look, here's the thing. When it comes to surviving the holidays without gaining weight, number one, this is a review. Number one, go guilt-free by giving yourself permission to eat and enjoy because food is meant to be enjoyed. All the food, the quote-unquote good, and guess what? There is no quote-unquote bad. There's no bad food. You are not bad if you eat the food. Give yourself permission and eat and enjoy. That's number one. Number two, choose wisely by using mine and Allie's special NWI trick. Do not eat something unless it is worth spending your weight loss money on that particular food. And number three, don't just jump into the feeding frenzy like a rabid animal. Otherwise, before you know it, your, your plate's empty and you don't remember a doggone thing. Nothing sucks quite as bad as a belly full of calories that you didn't even enjoy. The vast majority of people eat way too fast and truly just they don't even take the time to properly chew and enjoy their food. It leads you to eating even more food and a lot of other like not so fun stuff like I was saying like indigestion, gas and bloating. So hey, you want to you want to have less gas, you want to bloat less, chew your food better. So Those are your three things. Number one, go guilt-free. Eat guilt-free. Number two, choose wisely by using the NWI trick. And number three, eat consciously, intentionally, mindfully. Think about it and slow down when you're eating. So I'll wrap all this up with a great great quote from Dr. John Berardi, um, a fairly famous uh, nutrition researcher and professor. He says, the goal is to have a seat slow down, turn off the TV, eliminate distractions. And once you've slowed your pace, take smaller bites. Chew the food completely and taste it. Possibly even put your fork down after every few bites. Have a drink. Chat with friends or family at that point. The idea here is to take one's time and really experience the process of eating. I'm going to say that part again. Take one's time and really experience the process of eating. Interestingly, when we slow down in this way, We tend to eat fewer calories with each meal and enjoy our food even more. Thank you, Dr. Berardi. So look, if we're honest, most of us wind up feeling bloated and miserable when it comes to the holidays, right? We we dread stepping on the scales once the holidays are over. So why not make this year different? Why not implement the simple steps I've outlined? Why not just, why not give them a go? You just might be amazed at how much more you enjoy your food how much less weight you gain when you get to the new year. And if you can do that, that's a big win in my book. Okay, that's it for today. Um, My voice was a little rough, but it held up okay. (laughs) So thank you for bearing with me. As always, oh my gosh, I absolutely love to hear from you on social media. Um, You can find me on Facebook or on Instagram. Pop in, say hello. I'd love to know which of these three I'd love to know. Share it with me, please. I'd love to know which of these three will be the most helpful for you this holiday season. I cannot wait, as always, I cannot wait to connect with you again. I've got some pretty fun stuff, some pretty useful stuff coming in the next few episodes. If you are planning to lose weight in the new year or set a New Year's resolution, you do not want to miss the next few episodes. So take care. 
God bless. Happy holidays. And until we meet again, remember, there's more to your body than how much you weigh. And losing weight is really about gaining life. Thanks so much for listening. You're the best. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.